coming up. Take it into the booth with you. That's massively helpful. You might not mind. I have a feeling that some of our other listeners might. How do you say that? Around those, you weren't silly. And they couldn't give a damn about anything. Ends on an up. But I knew you were scared and you you portrayed that in your voice. It came through. I still got the panic. Or do you always ask? Because after the 15th take, you're like, okay, do we really want a 16th? <laughs> Thank you, guys. Okay. Of course it's okay. And now, enjoy the podcast. How do you say that? 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 Hello and welcome to today's episode of How Do You Say That? Sponsored by BritishVoiceOver.co.uk. It's the podcast for voiceovers, podcasters and anyone else with a professional interest in how your script should sound. Let me introduce... Yes, professional. Uh, let me introduce my interrupting co-host, Samantha Boffin. <laughs> Hello. Hello, Sam. Hiya. <laughs> now, today's fun fact about Sam is that she's a city girl at heart. Although she loves a beach and a starry sky, don't yeah, we all? Do. Uh, she does prefer to be within two minutes walk of a decent flat white and a neon sign. I know. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> I do. I, I discovered that this weekend. I, I, I went to a wedding right in the heart of uh, sort of Brick Lane Way. And I yeah. thought, oh, I'm loving this. <laughs> I'm lo-, you know, most people think, yep. oh, wedding, how lovely. I'll go out of town and, and you know, go to a spa and, <laughs> yes. and have lots of green fields. And I was thinking, no, I actually prefer this kind of wedding. <laughs> do you know what? I agree. I agree. <laughs> so my co-host is Mark Rice, who is a... Chardonnay boy. Oh, I am, yeah. You only drink Chardonnay. I don't really like very many other white wines. If someone gives me Sauvignon, it's like, Ugh. and if someone gives me <gasps> Pinot, it's like, oh, I'll go away with that. Uh, I'm like, I'm liking a bit of Sauvignon myself. Fair enough. And I did have a friend who used to call it Chardonnay. Chardonnay, like like the characters Chardonnay. exactly. Chardonnay. Yeah. Oh, well, of course, it's not just us. Every week we invite a voiceover guest to come and share their opinions and their talent. And this week, direct from Tenerife. It's voiceover Ramesh Matani. Um, uh, Tenerife, how fantastic. Yeah, it is actually. Yeah, well, if you wanted to be <laughs> looking at starry skies, this is the oh, place. Yeah. Mount Tede is the highest peak in Spain. And my, oh, my, you can have some beautiful starry skies. All the entire constellations you can imagine and more at your service. I tend to sign my emails and I say, you know, greetings from paradise. And my, <laughs> many people say, what do you mean by paradise? I'm like, well, you haven't been to the Canary Islands. This is paradise. Right, Sam, let's find out a bit more about Ramesh, shall we? Absolutely. So originally from India, Ramesh's family settled in the Canary Islands, Spain, in the early 1970s. And although his early schooling was in a Spanish medium, Ramesh continued his studies in England and then the USA. And this was where he made his first public broadcasts as a newsreader on live student radio. Now, Ramesh has clients in over 25 countries and works full-time from his pro home studio with all the bells and whistles. So, Ramesh, have you got a fun fact for us? Well, I do. I don't know how, if it's really a fact per se, but it is something <laughs> that I suppose was a prelude to me getting into voiceover. I mean, oh. I used to. I mean, I. It, it, I mean, I have. To, I don't know how far back we can go, but I mean, I grew up in many different places in many different countries and continents, and uh, I suppose I've always messed around with my voice to the point that I used to really annoy people, and I would annoy them. <laughs> I still do. Mother. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's great fun. Yeah. You know, I don't think the the recipient actually finds it as much fun, but I remember I used to buzz buzz my mother once I remember from the bottom of the house and say hi I, I'm Steve from Philadelphia I, I, Ramesh told me I could come and stay and spend a couple of months at your place and I know he's not in town he's in America but uh, you know I'm downstairs can I come up 
And she'd be like, uh, but uh, Ramesh didn't tell me anything about you. Uh, yeah, yes. They, you know, we went to college together. I mean, I'm only here for a couple of months. You know, do you mind if I come up? And she's like, but my husband's not here. But okay, come on up. And then you know, I'd reach the house and ring the bell. Mommy, it's me. She's like, I'll give you a tight slap. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Did she, yeah. did she never cotton on? Did you Did you manage to play that Every trick single many time. times? Every wow. single oh, time. Oh, mums yeah. are great. Aren't mums they? Are They're lovely and gullible. They are so good. <laughs> so it's Ramesh the prankster on today's show. So let's yeah. have a look at the first script that we're going to do Don't mess with and ask, <laughs> how do you say that? <laughs> how do you say that? So now, Mark, tell us a bit about this script. It's now you. I think it's IVR. Am I right? It's okay, IVR. well, here's the interesting thing is I do mm. IVR for a lot of clients. I probably record five new companies every single day of the week mm. um, because, I, because I work for lots of different IVR companies. One of wow. them does a lot of on-hold kind of advertising and they string together like a series of 20 second commercials for when people are on hold and it's a very sensible way of marketing so this is one of those for an estate agent it's very bread and butter but you can put a commercial spin on it i think the joyous thing for you sam is i'm not going to say it has to fit in 20 seconds no because actually because it's on the phone you can take as much time as you like now because it's interesting you said that because I have always approached adverts within the IVR world mm. as not advertising. Right. Ads but no ads. So don't sell yep. because they're on hold. They don't really want to be sold at. So I've always done a very light touch, very, very non-salesy. I think that's changing. Certainly from some of the companies that I work with. Really? Some of them really do want quite an advertising spin for their on-hold messaging because they put quite peppy music in there as well. So they're just trying to keep people interested. So I think that is... But I'm seeing a change in trend there. Okay. That's interesting. Mm, It is. Because I don't know. I would feel really (laughs) pissed off if I was on hold and they were selling me stuff. I don't know. I mean, they're selling it to you either way. Do it it however however you like. It's it's an an interesting way. But it's it's interesting because I don't do much IVR. So you you know far more about the IVR world than I do. (laughs) You know, I do quite a lot of it. So it's my bread and butter, really. Okay. Okay. So. Okay. Rockshore Estates opened back in 2008 when the housing market was in poor health, so we knew we'd have to offer an exceptional service if we were going to survive. Fifteen years on, we've won over 30 awards for our outstanding customer service. For an estate agent you can really count on, visit rockshore.com. Yeah, really light touch. I love that. Mm. Um, and, and you and you almost put, put the humour in it. So you went, market was in poor health. We knew we'd have to something, uh, offer something else. So you, you approached that absolutely correctly. Really? I felt a bit silly. I felt a bit silly there. See, I didn't pick up a lot of sell no. at all, and I and I think my client would have gone. I want it way more silly than that. Yeah, I thought I thought if you if you're going for conversational, you know, while the client just you know you want to engage with the client, you don't want to shove it down his or her throat. I think that was a really lovely read. You know, to the point. Oh, um, there you go. You this guys. is this is what we're all about, and uh, take it or leave it. And I guess it's it's your turn now, Ramesh. <laughs> yes, Ramesh, you're going to go now. Absolutely. So, do you do much IVR, Ramesh? Ah, uh, yes, once in a while. It's not what I do every week, but you know, when yep. it, when a script comes around and uh, yep. they want me to do it, I'm happy to do it. Okay. Rockshaw Estates opened back in 2008 when the housing market was in poor health, so we knew we'd have to offer an exceptional service if we were going to survive. Fifteen years on, we've won over 30 awards for our outstanding customer service. 
For an estate agent you can really count on, visit rockshaw.com. Yeah, conversational yes. again, Sam, there. Don't yeah, very much see. so. And, oh. and not too much selling. Mm. No, no, no. Gentle, actually. I, I, yes. I, would, have, I would have liked that if it I was, was on the phone. veering towards the sort of commercial side, but sort of pulling back a little bit. I yep, think when you hear what I did, you're going to go, wow, that's very oh, commercial because that's, that's, what, that's what this this client wants. But I okay. love that light touch. And indeed, I do get some clients that go, don't sell. But yeah. I am noticing a trend more slightly towards selling again. In What's yeah. your default, though, Mark? If you got this, would your default be... Or do you always ask? To be fair, I work with three big clients who bring me lots of different companies who want their IVR done. And the company sometimes specifies it. And sometimes I know what the big company just wants. Right. So sense. this would be read. This would be heard in between press one for administration, press two for sales, and then you'd come up with this. Yeah. Well, once you've pushed one for administration, while you're waiting for administration to right. answer, this, this will be the hear. series of commercials. Right. And it might be three minutes before they answer. You know, of course, yeah. of yeah, course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yes. It or has to be never. pleasing to the ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, or never. So let let me show you the, 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 this particular one wants it uh, more, Sally. Here we go. Let her rip. Rockshore Estates opened back in 2008 when the housing market was in poor health, so we knew we'd have to offer an exceptional service if we were going to survive. Fifteen years on, we've won over 30 awards for our outstanding customer service. For an estate agent you can really count on, visit rockshore.com. <laughs> that was lovely. It was. I listened to that twice, back to back. <laughs> well, actually, no, it wasn't as silly as you'd led me to believe. The, 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 mm. where, the places you lent into it were exceptional service, yeah. outstanding, yeah. and really count on. And so I suppose, but, but uh, around those, you mm. weren't silly. You no, were, no, you it were was gentle. Fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was gentle to the ear, yeah, yeah. This particular client, I think, writes reasonably well. There are mm. some mm. IVR oh, people gosh, that yeah. don't write terribly well. Gobbledygook, yeah. And here's a clue for people who run companies that think they want to write their own IVR. Don't. Mm. <laughs> because Ooh. it can be absolutely terrible. Yeah. Yes. And when they insisted on silly things like putting www.rockshore. Yeah, you know, why? You really want Exa- all those yes, W's? Yes, well, exactly and, right. Oh, why? of course. You know, they need to know the full website. Yeah. Like, oh, of course, yes, they do. No, they yeah. don't. Play How Do You Say That? It's also worthwhile remembering that these are real scripts that we're working yeah. on here. Mm-hmm. But we've yeah. changed the names and some of the details to avoid copyright issues. Right, <laughs> script two time now. Ramesh, Ooh. tell us a bit about the script that you've brought in, would you? Well, yes, yes, yes. This was an exciting project, actually. It was um, the abomin- abominable Snow Baby that was aired um, in 2020. 2020- 2020. I know it. Yep. You know that? Yep. So I was one of the characters, this uh, round moustachioed Mr. Tanwar. Mm -hmm. And I was very happy to be there. And it was was quite a popular show. What kind of a person is Mr. Tanwar? I thought I suppose he's a stocky, you know, moustachioed father figure, maybe 50 years old. And uh, he's just walking around, minding his own business when suddenly... (gasps) 
What 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 does Mr. Tanwar do for a living? I'm just trying. The, the reason is the reason I'm asking these questions is obviously I'm not going to do an Indian accent because that would oh, just come be on, Sam. that would just be ridiculous. Uh, so I'm trying to get a handle on how I can adapt Mr. Tanwar mm-hmm. mm-hmm. to yeah. feel more um, acceptable. Do we think he's a jolly character, Ramesh? Oh, he's yeah. I think he's jolly, but he's just really taken aback after this this, this yeah, incredible absolutely. sighting, and we don't know much <laughs> yes. about him, but he just looks like your average, you know, Indian okay. man that you'd see walking around in Leicester and, okay. and okay. you know, South I might Hall. turn him into Mr. Smith. Uh, okay. okay. Well, <laughs> but I think it works. I think it works with the script. Would be a major be shift, fair. but okay, fine. Yeah, you, you don't, I mean, you know, if you want to have a go at an Indian accent, I don't mind. I will not take offence, I promise. <laughs> Ramesh, you might not mind. I have a feeling that some of our other listeners might. You think so? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right. I think so. I don't think that's yeah. wise for me to do that, to be honest. Uh, okay. All right. <laughs> Are you going to go first on this? Let, let's see what you can bring out of it, shall we? Yes. Okay. Yes. I mean, I, obviously, I'm going to be a very different character. Yes. Indeed. So I'll just sort of try and uh, be that kind of character. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh! I've just seen a monster in Blackberry. I was... I was digging my way out of my house when I spotted this, this, well, this huge white creature sniffing around my dustbins. He was at least six metres tall with horrible, scary eyes. That's where I saw it, there. But he's vanished. Oh, it can bite your head off with its teeth. It's six metres tall. I mean, I love that. I love that characterization. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's it. If you had the video in front of you, it would have fitted in perfectly, Sam. That was really very good. Yeah. Just the right emotion, the right feeling of of, of fright that whether this character uh, goes through when he sees this, you know, very cute little sort of six meter tall or six foot tall. Ramesh, I've only just recovered from last week's horror episode for Halloween. And now now we've got more horror coming. Well, it's it's sweet. Sweet horror, though, isn't it? Because it is, I suppose yes. that's that's the difficult, well, not the difficulty, but that's one of the things with this, isn't it? Is you, you this is aimed at what age group? Uh, uh, the kids, I think. Uh, I think it's yeah, it's for little kids, uh, maybe yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten years old. In the same way as the snowman was, and the snow yeah. dog, and all uh, yeah. of those animations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's. I mean, I can c- kind of see. So you've got to do that fine line between. It's got to be fun, yeah. fun, but a frightened fun. Yes, I, I Yeah. It's a cartoon animation, so you can yeah. see that it's light-hearted. But yeah. you know, he first gets this fright, and you have to sort of you know portray this man's mm-hmm. being feeling quite panicky. When he comes across this this huge white creature, you almost Sam's went a bit Cockney. I was just that normal woman walking around. <laughs> I knew you were scared, and you you yeah. portrayed that in your voice. It came through exactly. Um, right, I suppose I ought to see if I can. Let's see what yes. I can bring to a to a jolly uh, large man with a moustache who yes, has right. seen something really really scary. Okay, okay. <laughs> I've just seen a monster in Blackbury. I, 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 was, I was digging my way out of my house when I spotted this huge white creature sniffing around my dustbins. He was at least six metres tall with horrible, scary eyes. That's, that's where I saw it. There. But it's vanished. It could bite your head off with its teeth. It's six meters tall. Oh, now you see that. To me, you were you were you were a kind of postman there. 
I, I heard I heard postman, youngish, okay. Okay. youngish postman, perfectly okay as a character. Brought the panic in. Like, no, oh, yeah, you did. I almost panicked did. too much. I think. Yeah, <laughs> I suppose the irony is, and perhaps I didn't express that because Uh-oh. he says it's six meters tall, and in actuality, this thing is only about two meter, two to three meters. Oh. From what you can see in the video, it's not that tall. And I kind of guessed you know, that because six meters is a big monster, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, he's this cute little monster that you know. Oh, there's fine. nothing to be scared of, but you know, Mr. <laughs> Tungwa is just over exaggerated. We don't know that yet. Do you think um, I went too far with the panic? No, 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 it was good. No, no. It was. It sounded first as if you were running, so you were really out of breath, but Ooh, maybe that was just, yeah. you know, fear. Um, I kind of thought I almost was running away, but then I saw people that I, that I came across and I needed to tell. Yes. So that yeah. was in my brain, yes. But you know how difficult it is because, you know, this was an hour and a half session and uh, you have to, I didn't have a, a clue of the visuals as far as video was. I just saw these okay. still images. Yep. And yep. you have, you know what it's like, you've got to sort of put the story together in your mind and the director's mm-hmm. giving you some very clear instructions because they know exactly what they want and of you course, don't yeah. really know that. Yep. So you've got mm. to try all these different takes, you know, as you said, running or, or just, you know, stationary and, and panicking very much or slightly panicking or... Um, so if, when you finally yes. get to see it and you're like, ah, yes, actually, it did sound rather good. You're guided by the director throughout, presumably. Exactly. Yeah. And you have to be able to really pick up on, the, as you well know, on the mm. nuances they're trying to give you. But they've got the visual image in their mind and you don't. Did you have the visuals though? Did you have a? a sh- did, could you Just see what Mr. Tanwar? Ah, uh, so yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah. You could see what he looked like. Sure. That's right. Yes, I could. Yeah. 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 Right. Let's hear Mr. Tanwar in all his glory, shall we? Let's do it. Yes. Ah, 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 I've just seen a monster in Blackberry. I, I, I was, I was digging my way out of my house when, when I spotted this huge white creature sniffing around my dustbins. He, he was at least six meters tall with horrible, scary eyes. That's where I saw it, but, but it's vanished. It, it could bite your head off with its teeth. It's six meters tall. Oh, amazing. Amazing. Lovely. I still got the panic, but you brought it right back down the scale from what I'd done. I love that. And also you thought about that that last one, it, the six meters tall. You really, that was the kind of first time you'd thought, do you know what I mean? You, yeah. could, you could hear the thoughts pattern like, Hang on, was it really six meters tall? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Of course, after the 15th take, you're like, OK, do we really want a 16th? <laughs> you managed to get that kind of rounded feel, I thought. You, yes. You, you know, because I've seen a picture of Mr. Tanwar and uh, and you managed to get that roundness in your yeah. your voice, I thought. Yeah, people tell me that I've got a very young voice, funnily enough. The other day, somebody else somebody told me, you sound quite young. And yes, you do. Sometimes yep. when I when I voice... Um, even though I, you know, I warm up and whatever, I think, oh my gosh, I definitely sound like somebody who's in their fifth or sixth decade. But I suppose when no. I go high in pitch, it can go down considerably. Well, also when you're doing character work, you yeah. can age up, yes. you know, massively. I've, you know, I, mm-hmm. I've done very old ladies in the past, um, which I haven't naturally got a, li- a little old lady voice, but I can do a little old lady mm-hmm. voice, you know. So yeah. yeah, I suppose when you're excited, it's hard to sound old, isn't it? I've just seen a monster in Blackberry. Interesting. I mean, I would imagine when you're excited and sort of in in a state of anxiety, you tend to go higher in pitch and sound younger. Possibly. He was at least six meters tall. (laughs) Horrible scare. I mean, it just sounds a bit sort of strange. How do you say that? 
So that is the straight script part. Mm. Well, as straight mm. as it gets when you play yeah, Mr. Quite. Tanwar, quite frankly. But <laughs> yes. now it is the wild card section. Nice. So let's see if we can approach these scripts in a completely different way. Yes. Ramesh, can you pick one of the scripts for Sam and yes, think can. of a new motivation or genre for her to attempt with it? Ooh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Oof. Sam, Amazing. I would like you to be... A funeral director. <laughs> ah, okay. With which? With which one? For script two. Oh, okay. So oh. Script, Mr. Tanwar. Okay. Well, right. that takes Mr. Tanwar and turns him on his head, doesn't it? Absolutely. <laughs> that does a bit. Ooh. That's a little challenge. Yes. Charles. Mm. Okay. Let me have a little look. A funeral director. Somber. Ah, oh, I've just seen. A monster in Blackberry. I was digging my way out of my house, and I spotted this huge white creature sniffing around my dustbins. He he was at least six metres tall, with horrible, scary eyes. That's where I saw it, but it's vanished. Hmm. It could bite your head off with its teeth. It's six metres tall. Ah, oh, superb. Nothing superb. is going to phase that funeral director. Oh, gosh. No. You, you know, he's there where it all dies. Yeah. And your voice <laughs> yes. portrayed it so beautifully. I could picture I could picture the funeral director there. Yeah, you're and standing there really, in front of the yes, coffin. absolutely. And, and giving the speech to, you know, sort of this huge sort of yes. sad audience. Yeah, oh, it's totally. wonderful. It was. I was. Well I was a bit hand wringing actually <laughs> while I was doing it. So it was. Yeah, and with a head on one side. But, that did uh, come. Yeah. That did come across. Did. But also, you weren't being phased by. So no. you knew what you were saying, but you weren't yeah. being phased by anything. And of you it. weren't putting it on. You know, it was really credible. <laughs> you definitely could be a funeral director, Sam. I couldn't quite get out of the idea of it being an animation. But you know the horrible, scary eyes? It just sounds like a horrible way mm. to die. And six yeah. metres tall in the coffin. I mean, you just... I felt mm. it. I felt this dead body there in front of you. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. You felt that dead body. <laughs> <laughs> Golly. Well, I'm going to take us away from dead bodies okay. for Ramesh's uh, version of the wild card. I'm going to get you to do the IVR script, the Rockshore Estates script, mm -hmm. Ramesh, if you would. I but I would yeah. like it as a football commentator, an excited... <gasps> Football Ooh, commentator, coming. if that's okay. Okay, of course it's okay. <laughs> Rockshow Estates opened back in 2008 when the housing market was in poor health, so we know we'd have to offer an exceptional service if we're going to survive. 15 years on, we've won over 30 water for <laughs> outstanding customer service. For an estate agent you can really count on, visit rockshow.com. Absolutely, as he ran Fabulous. up to the goal. That was great. Fabulous. Well done. Well done. <laughs> it's difficult to get into that kind of character, but once you're there, boom, it really yeah. works. Yeah. It does, actually. Nice. Does. Yeah. So good. Really nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, like a short and sweet one, that. I love that. Well done. Yeah, it was well good. Done. It was good. Yes, it, it took it from <laughs> my 30 seconds to 12. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And that's the thing, isn't it? You can do that. You can you can play with time. Uh, it's, yeah. it's Whenever I do football commentator, F1 commentator, all of those kind of things, they are incredibly fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, they're very good. Right, so I have got to give you one. Now, yes. I'm going 
back to my friend Lisa Day, okay. who gave us all those fantastic. She gave us a yes. whole list last week, and honestly, I'm so grateful because <laughs> honestly, it's so difficult to come up with new ones. Can Ooh. you give me a millennial read? You know um, that kind of way that everybody hard. ends on an up. Mm. You know yeah, when you're an upward inflection. Damn about anything. So yeah. it's, it's almost that. I don't care. Why uh-huh. am I here? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I do know what you mean. But I'm going to ask you to do Mr. Tanwa. A millennial Mr. Tanwa. That's nice. It's actually, I suspect, trickier than it seems. Yes, it is tricky. Millennial reads are not easy. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, (laughs) really irritating. Always on an upward inflection. Let's see. Let me just have a think. Um... Uh, you know, uh, I've just seen a monster in Blackbury. <laughs> I was digging my way out of my house. I spotted this, you know, a huge white creature, like sniffing around my dustbins, like he was at least six metres tall, with horrible, scary eyes. And that's where I saw it, right? Uh, but he's, he's, he's vanished. Uh, it could bite your head off, right? It's six metres tall. Very nice. <laughs> I lost it about halfway through and tried no. to pull it back. I don't. I'm not sure whether I pulled it back. It was you did, but you did put it back. I know where it was. It was horrible, scary eyes. Yeah. You 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 went down because yeah. you you wanted to land it, but uh, and and that was the only time you did it though. Otherwise, I wanted to land were... it, but I also had a complete crisis of confidence. Did with you? It. No, it was yeah. really good because oh. it's so difficult to do. Actually, it is. I it think is. it's very difficult. I mean, to do. I'm so far away from that yeah. actual. Aren't we all really? Yeah. We're taught not to do that. Mm. No, you just mm. got to completely step out of that comfort zone yeah. and yeah. enter into the sort of void. Yeah, that was difficult. It's a useful tactic to have up your sleeve if somebody mm. does ask you to do, uh, character-wise, yes. Yes. asks mm. you to be a millennial character. Yeah, mm. yeah. Nothing, I'm not, not sure anyone would anyone ask me would to do ask that. would ask me to do that. But I don't know. You've got quite a young voice, actually. But I know, I know, nobody would ask me, so I don't have to have that in my back pocket at all. Well, if you want to play along in the privacy of your own booth and be Ooh. millennial or funeral director or anything you want, we've put the scripts in the show notes <laughs> so you can have a try yourselves. Yes, and we would love to hear from you if you have any wildcard genres. I'm yes. very grateful, as you can tell. <laughs> so if you'd like us to have a go uh, in a future episode, one of your wildcards, please mm. do get in touch. You can either DM Mark or myself on social media or email podcast at britishvoiceover.co.uk So then to our voiceover question this week and as we've been playing with characters it's quite apposite this one Sam Mm. what is the best way or the way that you find easiest to get into character if a director's asked you for a character read. Ramesh do you have any specific ways of getting into character? In this case with Mr Tanwa he was this jolly old rotund fellow so with a big belly so I made sure that my tummy was actually sticking out and I was mm-hmm. actually sort of massaging my belly in a state of anxiety and fear just so that I could feel that I was this elderly character uh, with that particular sort of, you know, mental picture of what this guy could sound like, uh, if yeah. that makes sense. Yes. Oh, it so you, absolutely yeah. goes back to what Katie Flamman was saying a couple of weeks ago, Sam, doesn't it? About the physicality mm. yeah. of storytelling, whether mm. it's a character storytelling or whether it's a narration storytelling. Yes, I suppose that you will, and as you do so many different kinds of voices, Ramesh, you will probably be confident in your own sense of being able to step up to the 
plate, if you like. So, so yeah. long as you can, you know, you've probably got a, how many, how many voices have you got inside you? <laughs> Lots, I would think. <laughs> Quite a few, actually. Uh, yeah. I, I don't really, I mean, I don't really know what my true accent is because it's just sort of morphs uh, along the way. <laughs> oh, but, that's interesting. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. It's just a product of my, my upbringing, I suppose. You know, I don't, I don't really have a very specifically defined identity. Uh, mm. And so goes it for my voice as well. But yeah, you're right. You have to have a physical sort of sense of where this character is, whether yeah. you wear a piece of clothing or, you know, you touch part of your body as you were wringing your hands. Yeah. Um, it, it helps, you know, and tilting your head, as you said, or making a funny facial gesture if the guy's got a bit of a strange, creepy voice or something like that. I tend to sort of move my lips in a particular way if I need to speak in a certain voice. So it helps, mm. you know, sort of get that sort of weird voice. Yes. And sometimes you lose it. You know, the, the director's like, well, I'm sorry, you're losing character. You're like, oh, sorry. Uh, you know, and you go back mm. and, and try and hold on to that. Especially if it's across a number of different sessions. Yes. Yes, especially. You've just got to have a very clear visual or you have a photograph of, of, of this yeah. person or, or a person. If you're, you're addressing somebody of a particular nature, you know, a crowd, a people, a particular individual, you have that picture in front of you um, as a prop. That, that yeah. often works. Having that picture in front of you uh, mm. is hugely useful. Yeah. So if you do have the luxury of having a picture, mm. take it into the booth with you. That's massively helpful. Mm. What I would probably say is your biggest asset is simple confidence. Mm. Simple oh, confidence. Interesting. I interesting. Like, but I would say that it can be very useful to base a character on someone you already know so right. that you can ground it somewhere. Yeah. Even if you dial it up or down or give that person... I don't know, a defect of some sort or something, something, yeah. something. Oh, but I, I, I honestly, truly feel that the biggest thing is just having the confidence mm -hmm. to go for it because it doesn't really matter if it's wrong. So you mean you go for it. You've got the confidence in the character that you go for and the director can always pull you back from yes. that. Mm -hmm. But it's very difficult yeah. to pull more. It's, I mean, I guess as a director, and you'll know this, Sam, uh, it's more like pulling teeth if somebody doesn't give you enough in the first read. Chances are you've True. got the part based on something you've already done. Yeah. But when you're going to audition for something... Mm -hmm. Excitement and confidence. If you can, if you can fake that, even yeah. if you're not feeling that confident... Yeah. then I, I think that is the most useful thing, is to, to be relaxed enough to be confident. What would you say? I think the, the physicality is really important, yep. and I do try and change my shape yes. and my arms and my legs and my back and where my, what, where my head is in relation to the microphone and all that kind of stuff uh, if, I, if I'm bringing it into character. I mean, you know me from, mm. the, from the wild cards. I do tend to go much bigger to start with, and then you've often said, well, I would pull you back yeah, twenty five percent, thirty five percent from that. But that's fine. But I, but I like to give it big to start with. Mm. <laughs> well, the the other thing, of course, is having a phrase. If you're if you're trying out an accent, yeah. having having a phrase that yeah. you know you can deliver in yeah. that accent can sometimes, if you've lost it a bit on the way, as you were saying, Ramesh, mm -hmm. if mm -hmm. you somehow got lost in the whole, you know, being able to find one phrase that you one can phrase. say that will yes. bring yeah. you back to the heart yeah. of the character that's can right. be a useful thing. Very to have. useful. Yeah. Absolutely. Or, or a particular character that you've seen in, in you know, an actor or, or yeah. a character in, in animation. Yes. And, and you're mimicking that person in yes. your own style. And as you said, Sam, I couldn't agree with you more. If you go in with confidence and you have a clear idea of what the audition, the voice that you put in the audition, yeah. um, you can't really go wrong if you have the confidence. But if as soon as you start sort of doubting yourself, yeah. you know, it can go belly up 
pretty quickly and really uh, fast yes and then you start getting really nervous and it just yeah. sort of really it's a vicious circle way down south absolutely let me say a huge thank you to our guest Ramesh Matali <laughs> yes. uh, thank you so much I hope you've enjoyed it Oh, I have. It's been so much fun. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We will put all of your details in the show notes so people can find you and book you. Wonderful. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Even better. Oh, fantastic. And remember, you can subscribe to the podcast on your favourite podcast platform and the latest episode will magically appear on your device every Friday. It will. It's very clever. (laughs) That's it for this week. And also YouTube as well. Don't forget we're on YouTube as well. Oh, yes. Search us there. Uh, Thanks again to Ramesh for being a superb guest. Tune in next week for more scripts and another fabulous voiceover guest. Now, here at the end, Ramesh, we all say the title of the show together. How do you say that? So... Tune in next week when we'll be asking How, how do you, you say, say that? that? How do you say that? <laughs>